0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we are joined by my brother, Sam, to talk about a new Christian-based animated show he's working on called The Wingfeather Saga. This is from the same studio that created The Chosen and is something your whole family will want to watch. We talk about how it got made and go over some suggestions to encourage your child if they're interested in animation. Also, just a reminder, you only have two weeks left till Christmas, and you only have a small window left to pick up a calendar for your husband or the To Bethlehem Christmas game. Also, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of The Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum. Go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, we want to say thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine. They're an amazing source of encouragement. And you should go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson
1: okay and i'm the dad <laughs> i can tell uh before we started we we have another podcast we do for uh stuff on disney plus and i could tell ben was kind of thinking like how do i start this thing you know like, i did it crazy. if you hadn't said that uh, i
0: would have been fine i did the same uh, way i normally do <laughs> uh,
1: and so it's a little confusing sometimes uh but i uh, i hope you're having a great uh first uh how many days of december 6th as we record this and that you're i know i i saw over on facebook that lots of moms are already beginning their christmas break and i want to say good for you mate that's awesome keep keep doing it uh you get to decide when you're going to start your christmas vacation christmas break and if you want to start now go for it you don't need to feel guilty i know some moms are uh have posted and say well i still got you know whatever amount of lessons to do don't worry about the lessons it's not learning is not measured in number of days you decide what you want to do because besides lots of learning takes place on those days um, where the books are closed so you don't need to sweat it but have a have a this is a perfect time to be making lots of memories and having lots of fun but we're going to talk about something uh that we've touched on before uh but last friday uh so you know, I don't know how many days ago that is now, five. Um, It was, we had a big gathering of our family over in Ben's basement as we watched his big screen, projection screen TV. And we watched the inaugural season or premiere world. It's not the world premiere, but the kind of the world premiere of the Wing Feather Saga. And uh, my son, Sam, who's on the show right now, uh, he was one of the animators and I thought we should talk about it because not only is it something fun to watch as a family, but we'll, when you watch it, uh, you help inc- or help uh, assure that there, there could be future uh, great episodes done by a Christian uh, uh, producer, Andrew, Andrew Peterson. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about him later, but I know some of you listening or lots of you listening, cause I've met you on the road. Um, are very familiar with the Wing Feather Saga. And so uh, Ben and Sam have, they can both read. Uh, they are both had read the Wing Feather Saga. So maybe I'll start out with Sam um, as our special guest um, and say, tell us a little bit about the Wing Feather Saga, you know, like uh, uh, how many books it is and maybe what's the gist of it. And then Ben, you could tell us what what you like or about it or uh you know what you remember about it maybe
2: yeah uh it's the wing feather saga there's four books in it um like you said it's written by andrew peterson um we call kind of follow along with the igaby family um kind of on their adventures through uh don't <laughs> worry we can't kind in the background <laughs> um uh, we don't care yeah it's like... let them cry. yeah where we follow it. along on their adventures as we learn more and more about their family and uh, the history of their family and how it kind of connects to the bigger world and um, there's the evil presence in this book um, are the fangs um, sent out by Nag the nameless um, and they've kind of overrun the world in search of the jewels of Anira which is the world um, or the the kingdom. Uh, in the world. Um, and so that's kind of... The Fangs are looking for that. The family's running away from them. And they go on their series of adventures. And, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I've only read the first one. I think it's, it's definitely, you know, I would say written for a, a younger audience. But I still enjoyed it. I mean, it has a very, like, whimsical feel. You know, it's not trying too hard. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Like, you know, they'll just... Instead of a frog, they'll just call it like a, you know, frog you frinker. Know, you know, I mean, I don't know. They just, they just, you know, or they'll be like, everyone knows that you have to hit a fly with a flap and hit it with, you know. I mean, they just use like w- funny words and uh and and they do a lot of like uh, footnotes that are just kind of kind of funny. Uh, and I, and I think that stuff's fun. Um, I use fun a bunch. What would
1: you it. compare <laughs> it to? You know, someone who's never mm. read the books. What would you compare it to?
2: As in, like, the the level uh, who it's written or, for? Or, you know,
1: maybe the style-wise or is it a Lord of the Rings kind of thing? I mean, uh, is it a Narnia kind of thing? Is it
0: a... I'd say Harry Potter was the one that, not in terms of, like, witches and all that, but, like, yeah. the feel. Or maybe of the maybe, Percy Jackson series. Yeah, Percy Jackson, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, It's 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 fantastical and set in a mythical land, but it's also kind of not necessarily modern, but like it, it feels more irreverent um, than like taking everything super seriously. Right. Mm. Which I think is fun. Well, it is written by
1: Andrew Peterson, who some of you know, as a uh, Christian musician Uh, and I I don't know all the songs he wrote. I was first introduced to him years ago when I came across a song called I am a family man and it was so well done. And I just a great song. Uh, but then maybe others are familiar with that really popular song i think the title is he is would that be the, is, "Is he, he worthy? worthy oh yeah. is he worthy is he yeah. worthy which right. is an amazing song and an amazing uh music video so yeah. um really
0: worshipful that one. One so he's favorites. behind
1: it do you know i mean do you know why he did it because he's like usually musicians stay musicians and writers stay writers um do you know his background story and why he wrote these
2: yeah it's honestly it's a story i've heard from other writers too where they they he said you know his when his kids were growing up um he read the narnia books and lord of the rings books and then he's kind of like what else is there you know that i can read to my kids and um he didn't find a lot of other things and so he decided to write his own series
0: Yeah. And just to be clear, you know, it is so far and Sam, have you read all four? Mm -hmm. So maybe it gets, I'm sure it gets more into it, but the first one, you know, it's, I mean, they talk about the creator. They don't really get super in depth on it, which is honestly, I like that because I have read some, you know, Christian books, but it's like literally like to use a sword, they have to be like quoting scripture or something like that, you know, and it just feels kind of like, Mm I don't know, not that that isn't cool, but it feels a little forced sometimes. Uh, or they'll literally take their name was Paul and they'll call him Loup, you know, or something like that, you yeah. know? And it's just like, I don't know. It just feels like very heavy handed to the point of it. kind of, I think is a disservice to the overall <laughs> uh, enjoyment of reading the book. And uh, I think this does a really good job. Of, obviously it's still Christian based. Uh, there are references. I think it probably gets
2: more into that. They, they kind of describe it as instead of being like, outwardly christian it's deeply christian so it's not like they're not they're not necessarily sharing the gospel in it but it has christian values as family values it has you know deep truths in the world there is a there is a maker you know and so Mm -hmm. that kind of permeates the whole thing But there's nothing outwardly um christian about it necessarily
0: but i think it's really well so
2: they wrote this thing uh i mean really it's been
1: several lots of years ago um, and then when did you hear, Sam, that they were going to
2: make it into a, a color or animated series? So it's actually been, the animated series has been in the works for uh, probably about five years now. Um, they originally did, they did a pilot episode. Um, they ran a Kickstarter campaign for it uh, and f- fully funded it. And they came out with a, a short film um again kind of their pilot episode uh probably about three years ago um and i actually i i i found out about it and um i had already read the books and stuff and so i supported the campaign it was only like five bucks or something just so i could follow along with the progress and um super interested in the project it was Um, a good
0: investment (laughs) it was a good
2: investment (laughs) um and then it kind of dropped off the radar after they after they finished a short film i hadn't really heard anything else about it um until i a friend of mine on linkedin he he posted that they were hiring and um i was super excited because i I'd, I'd emailed them when the kickstarter was going and was like hey if you need an animator never heard anything back um yeah but i i emailed them uh followed the link whatever and told them i'd read the books that kind of thing um and they hired me on so
0: that's so cool Mm -hmm. and i mean so yeah kind of maybe speak a little bit to how it's being created i mean because this is season one which is fully funded uh maybe kind of go into that a little bit and then what what's Mm -hmm. to come on on you know season two and how how the support is works
2: yep so it's it's um produced by angel studios um, which is the same company that did The Chosen, and so they're they're an investor backed production. So the, the the first season they raised over five million dollars um, from over ten thousand investors. Um, it's I believe it's the largest uh, family animated series um, crowdfunding of all time, um, and yeah. So they they fully funded the first season. Um, the first season is almost completed the first episodes are coming out and now it's it's they're starting to lean towards funding season two yeah well you said sam you're an animator and i know when
1: people hear that most people don't know what that means they imagine you maybe you draw cartoons um what what's involved in you know an animated series like this and and what's your role um because i know i feel like you know my mother going so
2: do you you know what do you does sam do the whole thing you know what do you do sam definitely don't do the whole thing uh we've got about 56 people on our team and about uh 15 to 20 people specifically on my team um my job in particular is uh we'd give the characters performances so uh they give us the, the storyboards um which are just basically it's this it's the show in drawing form, um, and then they give us the actors' voices, and we put all that together and and make the characters emote and act and uh, do the action scenes and all that. Um, so we're we're kind of like digital puppeteers almost. Mm. And you're not making the pu- you're not making the characters. You're not
1: creating their bones that they can, the mechanics to work them. You're kind of given the finished product and then you use it.
2: Yep. So our, our show is a little bit different. It's kind of a 2d, 3d hybrid style. Um, so basically the only thing that is 3d in the computer is the characters. Hmm. Um, and then all the backgrounds are hand painted. Um, yeah, but we're, we're given a character. It's fully rigged. It's got the bones in it. Um, we just specifically do the performances. Right. Mm. And there hey, are ben, those why don't roles destroy- there within the Go company.
0: Ahead. But obviously, I mean, it takes all those different people put together. There is someone yep. who's actually drawing it out. And there are people who are painting backgrounds and all sorts of different stuff. But your role specifically is the animation. But what were you going to say, Dan?
1: Well, I was going to say, Ben, how would you describe the the animation style? Because it is very unique. It's not. It's not Disney looking. It's not, you know uh cartoon looking it's look what what, how would you describe it
0: i mean it almost looks a little bit like if you painted a character and then cut it out from paper and kind of overlaid it on top of something else i mean obviously there's more 3d-ness to that than that but it's very like almost diorama looking a little bit kind of like uh, you know, there's, there's depth in, in it, but it's very, very unique. Uh, honestly, I've not really watched much like it. The closest thing I was actually watching it tonight. Uh, this is not exactly, but it reminds me a little bit of it is Klaus, which is on Netflix, uh, as an animated movie. Uh, there's some other stuff too. Um, but it's really, really pretty. I think, I mean, if you took almost any shot and then just kind of pause it, it looks very, very unique, uh, and cool, but Sam could probably yeah. speak more, you know, technically, but
2: well, Klaus is interesting because it's kind of coming from the other way. We're coming from like the 3D world, kind of the Pixar world, and making it look more like a painting. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie like Klaus is kind of coming from the 2D world, like old Disney movies, and trying to make it look more 3D. Right. So the the middle result is kind of similar. Um, but the goal is, is almost to have like a moving painting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they nailed yeah, it. Yeah, something a little more art, art artsy um, than kind of the standard pixar disney look
0: and also just kind of on the uh from a from a age standpoint i mean all my kids watched it you know three on up and uh they were, you know, they really enjoyed it. It was not, you know, too scary or anything, at least as of now. I mean, there's, you know, there's some, some a few moments, I think, through the show that will be a little bit intense or more intense. But, um, I mean, it's not, there's nothing inappropriate or anything like that. It would just be there are some fangs, which are these big lizard guys who, and they, they do take people and try to put them in the dark carriage or the black carriage, I think mm-hmm. they call it. Um, so there, there's a little bit of intensity, but it's not like, you know nothing gonna be bad uh, or anything like that. Um, But real quick here, before we go to more, I just wanna say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Uh, They're an amazing math curriculum. Sam's used it, almost, I think all the rest of my siblings have used it. Uh, It makes math time one of the better parts of homeschooling. Uh, Or no, I shouldn't say that. is one of the better subjects now because of uh, teaching textbooks. Uh, they have a free sample lesson and a demo over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com, and it works from any device that has an internet browser. So uh, it's very easy to use, and uh, you can basically use it anywhere. So go check them out. We appreciate their support.
1: And I w- we also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today Magazine. Uh, as uh, w- I-, I just finished up an article for an upcoming uh uh I want to say subscription that's not right addition uh you know and the thing I really appreciate them about them is that you know they're not into magic formulas they're not saying one size fits all they know every child every family every school is different and they want to just encourage you in homeschooling the way you believe is best uh and I've used that phrase before that they want you to think outside the box and to be bold um, And you know what? This is the time which would be a perfect time to get a subscription uh, for a friend or for yourself, Um, because I know towards the end of December or middle of December, you're maybe starting to feel a little tired, you're ready for a break, um, and maybe you just need some encouragement. And the great thing about the magazine, it's kind of like having a flower of the month subscription or a fruit of the month. You know, it's not just a one time and then you forget it. It, it. It's a continual reminder throughout the year. So if you need some encouragement to homeschool boldly and to smile more, check out homeschooling today, uh, today.
0: So one of the things that uh, I think is really cool is they actually got some really big name, um, uh, actors. Maybe you can talk about who they've gotten and kind of that process.
2: Yeah. So obviously the big one is Jody Benson, uh, AKA the little mermaid, um, and honestly, it's been really, really cool to animate her uh, to be able to work on the same voices that, you know, uh, some of the Disney classics have. Um, Did she ever do that?
0: Ah, yeah. ah, ah,
2: not quite. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, there uh, is a scene where she like stands up on a rock and, you know, kind of does that uh, yeah. wave splash around her. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um. No, but actually, I did just start a scene today with um, her voice in it, and it's been, that's pretty cool. It's been really cool. Yeah. So,
1: what's been your favorite an- scene to animate? I mean, or your character to animate?
0: Because they're because um, they're
2: different characters. I mean, they do some. They look different. They're unique. Yeah, and and the thing that's kind of been the through line to this is is they want it to feel not real because it's a cartoon still, but grounded. And so like a lot of our performances are more realistic. They're not super cartoony animated. The um, favorite scene. Uh, or what do you like
1: when you get something in that you get an assignment? What, what do you like? What sounds really fun to do?
2: Um, I like sometimes the emotional stuff is fun where they're kind of uh, talking and acting a little more. And then also I think the action stuff is fun. So I did uh seen recently where uh it kind of goes into slow motion briefly briefly and that was pretty cool yeah that's um, fun. obviously i can't really tell Leap you about faith, it that episode won't come out for a few months but yeah, yeah. it'll be cool when it comes out <laughs> nice and they also
0: have uh i i mean we call him gibbs but one of the uh, the pirates from pirates of the caribbean does one of the major voices he does uh the the grandpa, which is I think uh, Poto, which is I think the coolest character in it. I really liked him in the book, um, and so far he seems really cool too. Um, but uh, yeah, and he then gets what about
2: cool action and?
0: yeah 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 definitely and that will be fun to see uh, and by the way they are, I don't know if we mentioned this but they are releasing they released the first episode which I linked in the chat but and they will be releasing every other week with like a Christmas break I believe uh, or around the New Years yep. um, so there's six episodes yeah. in the first season I believe
2: yep six yep. episodes yep. in the first season so. um,
0: but then what about the music I mean Andrew Peterson obviously wrote it so I assume he has interaction with the music uh, can you speak to that
2: Yep. So, all, uh, as far as I know, the actual lyrics of the songs uh, he wrote, um, the song in the first episode, he actually sings. Um, the, actually, the, uh, uh, the guy who is voicing that character is not Andrew Peterson. Uh, it's Dave Mullins, but he didn't want to sing, so Andrew Peterson just did the song uh, for him. It was good. Um, But yeah, all the songs are written by him. And then our music is done by, uh, it's a band called the Arcadian Wild. Uh, They're kind of a new upcoming band, um, but they've got a really, really cool style of music. Uh, Kind of folky, Scottish almost. Um, Kind of that mandolin and all that kind of stuff in there it Um, was
1: very unique i thought you know you know especially i mean the song you're talking about where andrew peterson sings it is a great song it's It's by like a bard Mm -hmm. we never use the word bard on this show but i (laughs) love using it um but it's just a great kind of lays out the story almost or or the the back what's going on um but the other music like where they're just walking and they're running it's it's really unique really different i think um uh just not just because it, it doesn't just sound
2: earthy it sounds it's different it's really very mm-hmm. really interesting yeah. and that was a goal i think they were they were really trying to really with the whole project they've wanted to do something a little different and not kind of the standard uh tv or disney movie but something that's kind of its own own thing
0: yeah, so, uh, I mean we've talked about this before. We've had you not even that long ago, um, but you know, for the moms who maybe have, I mean, because you know, it takes a lot of work to get there, uh, but it does start with a dream. So, to a mom, uh, what kind of you know training, what kind of helped you get to the point where you are uh, now? Um, just to kind of give yeah. a mom the an idea of what of success. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not future me. Walt Disney. <laughs> um,
2: I think the biggest thing was, especially for homeschoolers, um, is just, just if your kids are interested in something, just give them the time to pursue that. And, and beyond maybe just time encouragement and resources. So like, um, maybe it's books that uh, go along with that subject or for me, it was mom and dad, you got me uh software. Um, that I probably wouldn't have gotten on my own, you know, um, and just kind of pushed me and allowed me to go in those directions. Um, and and really, when I went ended up going to school for animation, I was I felt a decent amount ahead of a lot of the other students because I had been working in the software and knew a lot of the base level stuff um, because I would had the time um, throughout high school and stuff to work on those things. So
0: yeah. Hmm. Um, and let's see here. So is there anything like? You know we've, we're coming into Christmas here. We're only oh, man. We're only 19 days away. Uh, at the time you're listening to this, we're only 18 days away. Uh, um, anything you kind of mentioned like software, but is there anything <clears throat> they could buy a kid who's maybe interested in some of this stuff? Uh, where is even a good place to start? That's <laughs> not yeah you know, thousands of dollars.
2: Honestly, the best place to start software wise is free. Um, uh, there's a software called blender um, that's really really come a long ways fantastic software it's it's complicated um, because it can do really incredible things um, but it's it's again it's free and there's a huge amount of resources on how to use it now um, might yeah, be a good way exactly. to see
0: how dedicated your child is, because it is that's right really complicated.
2: Uh, it's but. actually Ben and I, so we got it. We tried Blender out when we were like, I don't know, like fourteen. Yeah, and it's changed it was a lot, horrendously sure. hard to use for sure. Um, but it's now not. It's,
0: I mean. Huh? I mean I've still seen stuff. It's not like you're just like, oh yeah, you know.
2: But it's I I mean, honestly, it's probably the easiest software to get into. That's impressive. Nowadays. That's impressive. Um, they've done a really good job developing it and again it's hundred percent free and it's gaining steam kind of in the industry. I think in the next like five to ten years it could be one of the major players in the industry. So
0: mm that's awesome
2: Um, but yeah beyond that uh again books i think any anything that's like fun and inspirational like art of you know tangled art of any of those movies are fun and kind of push in those directions um yeah and then if if they want something more specific um there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there for them
0: yeah definitely well, I know there are
1: a lot of moms listening right now who think, you know, their kids are they like to draw. And uh, I will say as a parent, you know, we didn't have to push Sam into a direction um, or really any of our kids. Whenever we pushed, it just didn't didn't work. Um, so, you know, we kind of let our kids be the lead and then we'd fan. So we didn't say, oh, Sam's going to be an animator. So we're going to make it. He's just always has wanted to do that. But uh, going back to the to the feather saga, um, what's the best way to watch it? How do they want us to watch it? And, you know, I I know when um, when we came out with the Homeschool Awakening, you know, the, the movie that we were all in, um, mm-hmm. one of the guys said, hey, I'm going to go see it. He goes, I know it. You know, I know they're preaching to the choir and I don't really need to see it, but I want to encourage them. There's a reason to really kind of watch this and uh, answer all those questions, Sam. Uh,
2: The best place to go, at least to start with is angel.com slash wingfeather Uh, You can watch the first episode there now, uh, plus any, they do live streams weekly and stuff, at least right now, to kind of uh, give back behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff. Um, There's also, you can get the angel studios app on your iPhone or Android, uh, Roku TV, Apple TV, um, honestly most places where you watch stuff you can probably get the angel app Mm -hmm. um yeah and that's that's the best place to watch they also uh they'll stream the you uh the each episode on youtube um i believe that's only up for a limited time though i don't think you can necessarily go back and watch it all the time um but yeah that's that's where i'd go to watch um what was your other question um you know they're
1: because they're because they're really trying to show or uh validate the for another season right i mean
2: yeah so they started out with the chosen with the same business model uh it's they have it's called the pay it forward um so basically you can pay i think it's 15 and up to allow other people to watch it it's kind of like paying for the series after you've watched it or if you want to see uh more of these episodes or seasons um you can do that and yeah, so it was super successful for The Chosen. Um, this is kind of their next series, um, to kind of pursue this model, yeah. So, but mm-hmm.
0: it is right where I mean, you know, people kind of bash, you know, rightfully so on Disney and some of these other big companies, you know, for oh, they're just making trash nowadays. You know, it's like, well, if you if you want to put your money where your mouth is, then support these other alternatives you know because not only are they good but they also uh you know they need it more than uh disney does you know so i think uh, as yeah. ed was saying it does really make a difference and uh yeah you're getting a really quality show that you don't have to worry about the kids uh being able to watch which is super nice <laughs> and i think
1: that's the difference be- you know from the wing feather saga so, so far Yep. Um, i mean i found myself Snow. thinking about the next exactly. episode that's coming out in two weeks. Um, because it it feels quality. It feels like it stands on its own. It's not something like you have to make yourself go watch just to support somebody. I think it's, it's, I think it could be something really good because they're talking like seven
2: seasons. I mean, they'd like to do it for a while, right? Yeah, that's the plan. So if if they're able to do all four books worth of content, uh, they've got lined up to be seven seasons. Sam so. Sam would like a job for that long that's so. right
0: <laughs> yeah so
1: it's not yeah, about yeah. supporting wing feather it's about supporting Sam my son Sam that's, that's right, right. Um, well thanks Sam for taking a little bit of time to be with us again and uh, I know there are a lot of moms who are always inspired and think oh that's what I, my son or daughter wants to be and uh, you know it's taken a lot of work and he's worked on a lot of different projects Um, but it is kind of fun I know for him and for us to watch him do it Um, so I'll just tell you mom to again have a great week Um, check out the wing feather saga I think we've got some details in the comments below and uh, don't forget to smile
0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Hopefully you and your family enjoy the Wingfeather Feather saga. Also, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. Go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week and a Merry Christmas season. And as always, don't forget to smile.